Howdy, y'all, and welcome to The Daily Grind with your host, John Spencer. Grab a mug of your favorite brew and join me and my sister, Carla, and then get ready to brew your brain, sharpen your wit, and enrich your faith. We'll give you the rundown on today's date, share some interesting historical facts, and then toss out a few random musings just to get your brain gears turning. Plus, I'll offer up some thoughts to ponder on your walk with Jesus. So let's get this show on the road. Hey, good morning, Carla. Happy Thursday. Good morning, John. Good morning, Daily Grind. Thursday. 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 You got a cup of Joe? You ready to go this morning? I do. Got my San Antonio blend. Oh, we're going to make it. We are. Man, I love some San Antonio blend. <laughs> H-E-B, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. <laughs> Please love us back. So... It's Thursday, January 25th, and on this date in 1801, Thomas Edison and Alexander Graham Bell founded the Oriental Telephone Company. Oriental? I didn't know it started out as the Oriental Telephone Company. Yep. Wow. Okay. That's, um, yeah. 19th century America, never afraid of cultural appropriation. No. So... (laughs) And I wonder why they called it that. Who knows? Because it sounded exotic. I don't, I don't know. It did. Yeah. Okay. And on this date in 1890, American writer Nellie Bly, who was really Elizabeth Cochran Seaman, completed Ooh. her round-the-world journey that she started 72 days ago. We talked about that on the Daily Grind, that she actually took that book and said, I'm going to do it. Right. Yeah. And on this date in 1921, the word robot was first used in the play R.U.R., which stood for Rossman's Universal Robots uh, by Carell and Yosef Kapek. Well, they were visionaries. Yes. Now we have all kinds of actual robotic things. Yeah. 1921. (laughs) There we go. And on this date, In 1924, the Winter Olympics opened in Chamonix in the French Alps, and it started the first Winter Olympic Games. I love the Winter Olympics. I'm excited. And I miss Wild World of Sports. Oh, the thrill of victory. The agony of of defeat. Just wiping out on that thing. (laughs) Sorry. Every Sunday. Very dated <laughs> reference. All you Generation Z people, sorry, but oh my gosh, boomers and Xers probably get mm-hmm. ingrained in our minds forever. <laughs> January twenty fifth is a room of one's own day. Oh, okay. Hmm, I share mine with one hundred and sixty students. <laughs> it's fluoride day. Okay. It's Macintosh Computer Day. Oh, how about that? It's National Irish Coffee Day. Oh, also, I'm, 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 that's good. Yes. Yes. Bring it. I'm all in for that. And it's National Opposite Day. Oh, okay. We can do something with that too. We can do something with that too. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. So Lieutenant Commander Jordy LaForge from Star Trek. Oh, okay. 
was named after George LaForge, a quadriplegic Star Trek fan who passed away in 1975. Oh, wow. I know. What an honor. What an honor. I know. Carla, a group of cod is called a lap. Uh, the stuff, the stuff you teach me. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I had no idea. Cod is the fish that changed the world. Oh, it did? Yeah. In fact, there I is love actually it. It's a, so good. There's a, there's a history book with that title that's worth reading sometime. Okay. Yeah, you should check it out. I will. Daily Grind Nation, okay. check that book out. Okay. Carla, did you know that Gremlins and Indiana Jones? of doom were the two movies that were largely responsible for the creation of the pg-13 rating <gasps> no i was not aware of that and you know temple of doom and gremlins hmm. yeah i mean other things but they were the two that were like wait right. these can't be pg there's got to be like a little something here but you know i can never think of movie ratings without thinking of you and carol adam check <laughs> R for regular. <laughs> Going to an R-rated movie. My mom asking Miss, why would you let them go to an R-rated movie? And she was like, well, it was R for regular. And she was like, what do you think those mean? And she was like, well, pretty good and regular. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, but I'll never forget R for regular. <laughs> PG for pretty good. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I haven't thought about that in a really long time. <laughs> I think that there should be next to the express lane or somewhere in self-checkout at the store, an emergency checkout that is limited to one item that you right? need to go get that you forgot when you're trying to make dinner. I've already put my stuff in the car, but I forgot the one thing and I run back in yeah, to get it. There should, there should be an emergency lane. It's one out of my Right. Because that would be, it doesn't have my name on it. I would go through that one all the time. <laughs> I, I would frequent it more than I would like to admit. Oh my gosh. Gotta get <sighs> Toilet paper as we know it was invented in 1857. Okay. However, this is what is significant uh, for the next 73 years. It took until 1930 to be 100% splinter-free. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, oh, yeah, I'm okay. going, hmm, I don't know. I'm surprised it lasted. <laughs> but that's probably the kind of thing that made the greatest generation the greatest generation. Right. They were tough. They were tough. They were tough. And we're Raised just tough. We're just ultra soft. We are very <laughs> no splinters. Nope. Yeah. That's that's oh. probably explains where we are as a society. Yep. That tall chef's hat that they wear. Do you know what that thing is called, Carla? No. It is called a toque. Oh, I had no idea. Spelled T-O-Q-U-E. I knew it was going to have a special spelling. Yes. It's a toque. Very, very and when okay. they say sometimes toque blanche, they mean literally white hat. White hat. Okay. There you go. All right. Okay. The Baby Ruth candy bar. <gasps> Which I love. 
Yes, but was not named for the famous baseball player, Babe Ruth. It was named after really? Grover Cleveland's baby daughter, Ruth. Oh, I've been mistaken all these years. Most I always just assumed, oh, yeah, it's named after Babe Ruth. No, they gave the name of that candy bar after President Grover Cleveland's baby daughter, Ruth, was born. They go, oh, we'll name okay. it the Baby Ruth. Because that was like that? A, a huge phrase in america yeah baby ruth okay here's a movie quote that you should appreciate carla (laughs) okay keep your friends close but your enemies closer closer there you go michael corleone the godfather Godfather. (laughs) and he's actually (laughs) quoting sung Tzu in the art of war oh i didn't know that yeah that's a quote of a quote of a quote Okay. Um, Google probably has more influence over our daily lives than any ruler or lawmaker throughout history. I bet you're right. That's kind of scary. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of like, that's how the Matrix starts. Right. <laughs> Eagles, talking about rulers throughout history, though, Eagles were and are a symbol of monarchies in Europe. Right. But America's symbol of a bald eagle represents democracy where no one wears a crown. There's no crown on our eagles. Their little heads are bald. And it's the white, yeah, the bald eagle. And its name is a reference to ruling not by a king. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. There you go. Well played, Founding Fathers. Well played. Yes, I'm so glad Ben Franklin didn't get his way because he advocated (laughs) for the wild turkey. turkey. (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm a big fan of his, but um, he got that one wrong. Yeah, not the turkey. (laughs) No. Nobody bats a thousand. Mm -mm. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. Hey, the following is a story from Brett Hammond, who talks about finishing up a paper for his master's degree, actually on uh, the rich man and Lazarus. Um, and it's an encounter they had at Starbucks um, with a homeless person that he had seen on off and on. Anyway, here's his story. One afternoon in July, I'm sitting in Starbucks working on my final paper for my master's. I'm stressing about all the reading I need to do and how much writing I still need to get done. And then I saw him outside the windows. His shuffling steps were familiar. This is the homeless man who often stops and asks me for a quarter because he's diabetic, needs an occasional soda for his blood sugar. I waved at him just to say, hi, look, I know who you are. And the next thing I know, he's coming in to talk to me. Oh man, that's just what I needed. So he came in, he sat down on the bench next to me, told me about his day, how his girlfriend had kicked him out because her boyfriend was coming over. Um, that just sounds like a complicated relationship. He was out walking, trying to find something to do. I ask if he'd like a drink because they don't have sodas at Starbucks, but they have plenty of sugar. And uh, he said something that really kind of blew me away. He said, nah, because he didn't want anything. 
He just stopped in to chat with me. He made time for me. For me, the guy working on a paper. And so he taught me a lot about how I should treat other people. It really has something like what Paul wrote about in Ephesians 6, 7 through 8. Render service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord. Now, it's kind of easy to miss this part of what Paul has in this passage because he begins with children obey your parents. Well, I mean, obviously not for me, not a child. Uh, and verses five through nine are all about slaves and their owners. Is that relevant for me today? But in this passage, we really find instruction about how to treat each other, including the bum sitting in Starbucks working on his paper. So it's an amazing, encouraging passage that reminds us to treat others the way that Jesus treats us. Treating others the way Jesus treated me. Yeah. Father, it doesn't take a whole lot of faith to realize the trouble in this fallen world and how unavoidable it is. And since I've been following you, I know tribulation and opposition are some things you promised. And as I want to be your ambassador, as I want to be... a part of your ministry of reconciliation in the lives of people that I meet. Um, When I encounter personal diversity or hostility uh, or even broader, just adversity and hostility to the, to your gospel in the world. um, I really ask, that I would choose not to fear or to hate. Uh, But, sir, that I would remember that people are not the enemy. They are the victims of the enemy. And so give us all grace to embody love for others in spite of what they say or do and express, really, the sacrificial love of Jesus by treating others the way Jesus treated us. Let our confidence be in you and steadfastly hold to you rather than just wringing our hands. Yeah. Daily Grind, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear on the podcast on occasion, do all that podcast stuff, rate it, review it, share it with your friends. Uh, Look forward to seeing y'all tomorrow on another episode of the daily grind. 
And today, just treat others the way Jesus treated you.